Look at that. Look at that motherfucker to my right. John is back. Let's kick it off with the intro first. I don't even, John, don't even say nothing, man. You don't even say nothing. Yet. Yo, what are you doing right now? It's a big V. Look, man. All right, man. Let's just jump right into this shit. <laughs> so, uh, I made my wife wake so, up and drive me there anyway. <laughs> you, a major? What's that going so? What's that going on? ¿Qué pasó, papá? ¿Cómo estás? Any questions? Now, when you bought that sweater, right? You just go, fuck it. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going full Mr. Rogers. You've tuned into the Match at a Podcast. Man, every time that song plays, I, I dance a little bit. Shout out to the boy Ant, my boy Anthony, for creating that uh, the intro for us, man. Welcome back yeah, to your own show, bro. Welcome back. It's been a while, man. It's been a while. <laughs> we'll get into that later. later. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on, man? How you been? Um, first of all, I know it's not Wednesday, but it's it's Wednesday somewhere. Cheers, my friend. I don't know. Yeah, it, I don't know if I it don't works know like what, that, but... in another dimension. Uh, Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening to to me. Yeah, what were oh, what, what did you say at the beginning of the show? Uh, don't say anything. That's pretty much what happens during the show anyway, right? You just like kind of yeah, exactly. just run your mouth run. and don't let yep, me get a yep. word in. Yeah. What'd you say? No, man. Or uh, listen. Or, I, I, or listen. <laughs> yeah, or listen. Yeah. You don't listen or let me talk. I don't know. I'm like a prop. I don't even know why I come on the show anymore. It's probably why it's been a while. Bad. <laughs> probably. But yeah, man. What's new, my brother? Uh, man, you know, I had family issues family emergency uh back yep, in florida yep, yep. so uh made that trip to uh take care of of that uh everything's well though i miss out on the hot wing challenge i um uh, i'm disappointed i mean i didn't miss out on it i watched every bit of it <laughs> god that that move on your brother's part by the way legend like, i already knew where he was going before he even said it I already knew what he was thinking. I said, "Oh yeah, these two fools—they're gonna go. One of them is not gonna let the other one outdo outdo themselves." Mm-hmm. So I knew that that's yeah. where he was at. It. I knew that your eagles couldn't handle it, and uh, and then the condor, right? Is that what he was? The condor just couldn't handle bird, it either. Bro. <laughs> fucking, fucking bird! bird. <laughs> it was—I felt like I was in it. I was commenting, uh, but uh, I almost took the hot sauces with me because I would have been like in the hotel room. I would have just pulled up my phone and I would have joined you guys had I taken yeah, them with yeah, yeah. me. But you didn't even get them though, right? Because you had all the all the bad weather and snow and stuff, so you had to figure that. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. We we got really bad weather over here. Like Texas is complaining that they don't have any power and they haven't gotten first time they got snow in ever. Um, yeah, but yeah. Did you see like uh they were talking about it today on Fighter and the Kid? Like I guess there's a bunch of TikTok videos if you go on TikTok, um about uh, Texans saying that it's not real snow because it doesn't melt when you put it in the microwave or. I don't know why you would put snow in the microwave or like lighting it on fire. <laughs> yeah, is that like, such a Texas oh, thing to say? TikTok. Yeah, exactly. It's TikTok though. Like, let's. This is what we taking as news now. Like, that's the new conspiracy theory. Snow isn't real because they're saying that it was a it was government snow. It was it was yeah. uh, you know how the government controls the weather and that whole that whole thing. Where was their government that's cheese though? Because they weren't getting any power, no help from the government. No help. Not well, yeah, because they that's where. Yeah, that's where they became libertarians. They're like, I oh, know we want to be independent and not have uh, 
not have the rest of this country's uh, electric power. Yeah. El Paso, <sighs> though, uh, for the most part, we're good. They didn't lose any power because they were still connected to, like, the West, uh, the, the grid on the West. And so, for the most part, they were pretty good. But everywhere else that's in crazy. Texas, man, they were suffering. That sucks, man. That's That's got to be, dude. I can't. First of all, I can't imagine being that cold. We had a yeah. We had a close family friend that lives in Texas, and she had mm-hmm. like the the pipes in her in her apartment like bust in the wall and shit. And they had like up to a foot of water. They were able to turn the water off so they didn't get too much water damage because like none of the pipes are insulated and shit like mm-hmm. that. And I don't. We weren't. I don't, this wasn't even on the rundown, but you know, organic conversations about the catch up. Um, That's right. But it was. It's just interesting, like how people are like, "Oh, it's good that they don't have regulation and and they were able to do, you know, do whatever they wanted with their with the way they run their power grid and the way the pipes are constructed and all that shit." Like, let me ask you, man. Like, you know me, uh, with shit like this. Like, is it is deregulation with shit like that smart, or should should you always plan for? I'll, I'm always the person that like plans for the worst possible outcome. Right. Right. So like if, if there's a possible if there's like a chance I'm gonna get snow out some freak shit, like oh man, all right, let's spend the extra little bit of money and let's get that taken care of. What do you think? Well, that's the problem with deregulation, right? Because they don't get any snow or any severe weather like that to that end, to, to mm-hmm. extreme cold temperatures, they did as little as possible to maintain those to 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 maintain that the equipment. Because, you know, yep. they figured it's it's like a company who puts out a bad drug and they say, well, this is going to kill X amount of people, but we're better off taking the lawsuits because mm-hmm, we're going to mm-hmm. sell $16 billion worth of the drug and we're going to pay a tw- 2 or $3 billion in, in fines. Yeah. That's still a $14 like billion dollar win for them. So they'd rather put the drug out. <laughs> so that's what these these people did under deregulation. They didn't have to maintain it like they should have. And, um, you know, people in Texas paid the price. Tony, who's in tech school. They were without yep. uh, heating for a while, so they're just loading up on extra blankets. So, I mean, the Air Force yep. Base, they they were without heating because they, they rely on that grid, too. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. Who, like, by I the way, Tony just like, got his laptop yesterday in Air Force. Tech oh, you said? Got a fucking laptop. Yeah. It yeah. makes you mad every time you say shit like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. His roommate has a, a flat screen TV and his Switch. And a Switch in, and his Switch, yeah. Yeah. In, in tech school. In the Air Force, dude, I had brand new. Dude, I didn't have, when I went to boot camp, it was 03. That's fuck, 18 years ago. Uh, so cell phones weren't even like a big, big thing yet, you know what I mean? Like the right. way it is now, obviously. So you still had to lose like T9 and shit like that. But we didn't get <laughs> our cell phones for six months because I was OSIT, one station unit training. So it was basically yeah. a six month boot camp. So we didn't, we didn't get any of that shit. So like hearing that just makes me so angry. You gotta be fucking kidding me! Like you're just hanging out and you just get all your shit. You got an apartment. You get to you get to stay at a hotel. Got to figure it out because somebody had COVID. It's just madness, bro. Yeah, it's madness. It's frustrating. It yeah, it is. is frust- it's not frustrating. I mean, good for him, but no, yeah, no. That. It's jealousy. <laughs> but on at the same part, time, it pisses him. me off. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm glad. Like I'm glad he listened to you and joined the Air Force. Absolutely. And all that stuff. But at the same point, I went like, nah, man, fuck that too, though. Like, there's also that part of it. We're like, nah, that's not cool. <laughs> like, congratulations to him. But I'm rem- I'm reminiscing my boot camp. That was like fucking six months long. 
was nothing like that. I don't know, man. Dude, it took it took a while to recover. Not not really took a while, but like the hot sauce was not fun. As I knew it wasn't going to be, but some of them tasted yeah. really good. Some of them tasted, I'm gonna be honest, some of them tasted le- like legit, like really good. The bomb the, worst one. the bomb was terrible, bro. The bomb. That was That's the, the one that the I ran. Yeah, dude, it tasted like volcano mud. Because I don't know how else to describe it. Like it was and you would know you were like, in Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. It was chewy. It was just it was like grainy. It just tasted like ass, bro. It tasted the worst. Like Howler Monkey, shout out to Panama, which is made in Panama. Uh, it was good. It was, it was it was a little bit sweet. Not not much heat. All the that, all yeah, of them were that one had like really, six hundred on the Koval scale. Yeah, that one that much. one was the baby. So I was like, so that one's pretty good. And all of them were pretty good, except like a uh, fiery food, like the ones that have like a, I guess like a mustard base, like the yellower ones. Yep. They 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 were better. They're pretty mild. You know what I mean? Like pretty mild, and they tasted better. But like the red ones that had whatever base that is, tasted Vinegar, like ass. I just didn't like. Mostly. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. Didn't like it at all at all, bro. Not even a little bit. Was not enjoyable. I don't think but that was the uh, the purpose of the challenge, though, right? It wasn't for you to uh, like it or enjoy, enjoy it. it. No, no, I'll suffer. That wasn't a purpose. No, oh. yeah. it was one hundred percent to suffer, and I did. The next day, in the middle of Walmart, having to run to a toilet because I thought I was about to <laughs> defecate all over myself, dude. That I'm trying to cut right for Walmart. So though. I said defecate. Yeah, no, absolutely. I just I just did an upper shelf. That's all. That's all I did. You know what I mean? Let somebody else figure that out. That ain't my problem. Ah. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be disgusting if you. So I mean, people already do that too, bro. But I don't know. That's whatever, bro. But yeah, man, it's good to have you back on the show, bro. It's been what's it been like two weeks? You know I me. Mean? I just I been ranting last, and shit. Yeah, the last show I did was was it was it Wednesday of two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks. Maybe a Sunday. Yeah, I don't man. know. A week and a half, two weeks. It's been a, it's been a minute. That's um, all, yeah, it's all the same. You're the you're like the Brian Callen of uh, of this thing. You just kind of start popping back in on the show you co own. You know what I mean? Hey, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, Dude, I'm gonna be great. doing a show with a with an Asian man. Yeah. Technically, I'm doing Dude. a show with an Asian kid. My son, <laughs> he's half yeah. Filipino. So <laughs> you're already doing the Steve Byrne. Dude, have you seen that show? The fact that they call it big, big and hungry is hilarious. Two tiny, like little, weak, fragile dudes in their fifties calling themselves big and hungry, but it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, look, Ben, I I told you I saw Callen uh, like a year, year and a half ago here in Cleveland, yeah. and I fucking died. Like he was, he killed. He was hilarious. Yeah. But it's funny because yeah. you know he was uh, you're like you said. He's a small guy. He's a fifty-year-old dude, and you know he's got the, an ego the size of fucking the Rock. And uh, yeah. the, uh, part of his stand-up was that, you know, how he, you know, he he was gonna, he was in France and he was walking towards this dude, and he's like, "Who the fuck am I to walk to the sidewalk? Now nah, I'm gonna walk straight to this motherfucker." <laughs> so it's just funny listening to him because you watch him on stage, and you're like, "Oh shit, he's a lot smaller than I thought he was." I mean, yeah, I'm a yeah. small guy, but and the, you know, you see him next to Shab, and Shab's a big dude, and I was like, "Oh shit, he's he's." Yeah. he's even smaller than what I thought he would be. So that juxtaposition of talking all bad and tough and shit, but uh, he really isn't. It's funny because no, no, he, he talks about like MMA and boxing and all this other bullshit, you know, just like Rogan does. No. But but Rogan, 
Rogan does it right. He was like a national karate champion yeah. and all that bullshit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the fuck Allen is other than the stand up. I think he did karate, like. But then again, like we all did karate, so yeah. I don't know if that's like a thing you claim. Like I was we watching, all yeah, yellow, I was watching Cobra Kai, so I we did karate all, for like the whole month of December. Yeah, we, Does that count? Uh, we were all yellow belts. Everybody quit. Everybody quit after yellow. Almost ninety-eight percent of us. Remember, did I ever tell you the story about how I got my yellow belt? Because I did Taekwondo. I, I had to fight this. Uh, no, you didn't tell me. I think I was like 12 or 13. I think, or no, I might have been younger than that. Who knows? I had to fight this like big black girl, right? And it was the most uncomfortable situation I've ever been in in my life to that point, right? Because like right. you have to win, right? And like, so I was like, I got to hit a girl. I'm like, mom, what am I supposed to do right now? She's like, my mom goes, you better hit that bitch. I'm like, God damn, mom. It's, <laughs> it's a little aggressive. Hey, you want that yellow belt? I paid a lot of money for this. I'm like, all right, fine. All in Spanish, all very aggressive. Um, <laughs> so I got to tell you another story about my mom. Oh, my God. Just made me think of another one. But, uh, yeah, dude, I fought her, and then I beat her like 4-3. But I've never felt so awkward in my life, dude. Like, I think I, I never went for, like, her head, obviously. She was, like, right. big, dude. She was, like, blindside Michael or big. You know what I mean? Like, she was, she, there was no way. Yeah, there was no way she was, like, in my age bracket. That's a big human being. So I hit her, like, a f- couple times in the stomach. I kicked her in the stomach, and that was it. And then it was around the same time I was playing, like, like YMCA basketball, and this is where my mm-hmm. mom got her young aggression from. Uh, we were playing, and then we were playing this huge tournament in Hialeah, right? I think we played at, like, John G. Dupuis Elementary or some shit. And we were playing there, and there's not enough refs for, for all the games. So one of the parents from the other team uh refs the game right i'm like ah, whatever and then like i'm getting yeah. hit like me and my boy geo like mind you we're young and i'm tall i've always been tall for my age so i'm schooling these little kids right <laughs> me and my boy geo are killing them so they're like these kids are hitting me and then the parents are like this is real like fucking like almost not like the rucker or anything like that but the parents are like right on the baseline so like i go yeah. run for a ball and i run out of bounds and one of the parents <clears> pushes <throat> me back in my mom goes my mom goes oh, oh, ghetto, yo, takes off her earrings. I'm like, mom, and they had to call, they had to suspend the game because of my mom. That, and then, like, they gave the other team the win because my mom was about to fight. Like, that's in that moment was when, like, the the administrators of the whole thing showed up, so they canceled the game. My mom was, my mom was about to beat up bitches ass, yo. Oh, oh man, God, I, I, I never, I could never imagine. I didn't know that your man. mom, your. Dude, before she my mom was saved, it. she was. Oh, I thought dude, she was born mom... again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe before she was, she was after that. <laughs> Jesus, I'm like, I remind dude. her that she's like, she, she no Jesus after that. Like, yeah, she goes, you don't know record dossier. Like, mom, I was there. I know what happened. Oh my Damn. god, dude. Yeah, she was about to beat a bitch's ass. Then like, they bought us pizza and shit. It's like, now nah, fuck that. We should be winning this shit. And we got like seventh place out of like twelve teams. Fucking bullshit! Oh yeah, you guys. We should have won. Trash. Yeah, we were trash. We were, we got cheated out of a game. It's fine. It was fixed. You know what I mean? Like it was. It is what it is. All right. Looking back, like how how did the parents allow that? Is beyond me. Like how are we just gonna let another like the parent from another team be the ref? Be the ref. Kind of like yeah. a wife beater in shorts. Like this isn't this isn't authentic. 
This guy's just showing up, man. The fuck is? I don't know that you're remembering that story exactly, like like it really happened. You might be exaggerating all of it. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he no, he did work. He was bro was in the middle of Hialeah. What are the chances that I'm cool on also wearing like a static? He had the Cuban link chain with the with the bracelet. Yeah, with with the matching. You gotta have the bracelet, man. You gotta have the matching bracelet. I know because I did. <laughs> shit, I did too. I didn't. I didn't think yeah. I made it till I had that bracelet. That's right. I didn't think I was shit. I got the chain and the bracelet. bracelet. You made it, Mama. I made you it. Just have to, you just have to make sure your wrist didn't turn green, and you were good. Make sure you got that wrist. <laughs> you know what the fuck I'm talking about? You, yeah, you got hey, that some, gift. Some, hey. Some of us had to get the silver kind. I was like, I can't afford that gold, and I'm not going for that fake gold. Let me just get some of the silver. Yeah, no. I'll get that silver all day. I'll get that one that'll fade out. I'd rather, I'd rather it fade than fucking turn my wrist green. Yeah. This fake ass gold. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah, man, we've been, uh, oh, my God, dude, the fucking, the fucking Cuban link bracelets. We've been talking a lot lately about, uh, like different ways to find revenue and income and shit like that. And you've been telling me about the, Amazon affiliate program. See, mm-hmm. uh, see how I did that little segue there. It's nice to be a little bit in control now, and not having to to do this whole thing where it's like all on your shoulders and shit. So you've been telling me about it. I looked into it and I signed up for most of it. I got like ninety percent of it done. I still got to put like mm-hmm. my bank account information and all that shit. But yeah. for you that actually knows about it, that uh streamed the tutorials on it. We'll put it like that. What can what can you tell the people that don't know about it who think that is there really money to be made there and shit like that? Yeah, okay. So Amazon affiliate is probably the most known and I would say it's it's an entry level one because and um I've done something called CJ affiliate, uh or not CJ. Well, I am a part of that network as well. But I've done um ClickBank. ClickBank is a lot of digital products. There's a lot of garbage on there. A lot of like fake like gurus that teach you how to make money. Mm-hmm. Like they sell their courses right. on how to make money on Amazon, but they've never actually made money on Amazon. But there's a lot of stuff yeah, on there that's yeah. that's legitimate, like for whatever for all different categories, health and wellness, and it's mostly digital products, right? So it's it's courses, it's classes, it's how to learn Facebook ads. A lot of the stuff, to tell you the truth, is probably free. But they package it in a course where you don't have to go find it through YouTube and multiple videos and it's all there for you. And so I've done that where I've sold I've sold a, like a keto diet, uh, cookbook, workout program, like the whole thing. And I think mm-hmm. that it sold for like thirty nine dollars. Thirty. Yeah. Thirty nine bucks. And I didn't even have a I didn't have a Facebook uh, profile linked to that offer. I didn't have a, a, a page. I just ran it straight on uh, Google ads. So like, you know, when you search something on Google, you'll get the ads at the top and then you'll get the, uh, what, what you're actually looking for below the ads. Yeah. And so those yeah. ads using keywords, um, that's where that product that I was selling uh, would come up. And obviously you got I did a lot of keyword research, making sure that, that they were competitive, that the, that people were actually looking for those keywords. Um, and a keyword is, more than one word. It's actually like, uh, let's see, how words. to lose weight. How to lose weight with the keto diet. That's a long tail. Gotcha. They call it long tail keyword because it's more than one. And so, I would put it just on ads, and I got people to click, 
and I would get a 50% commission because it's a fucking course that someone put together and $39, I was making $18 mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or, you know, 18, $19. So right. that, that's, that's easy money because I was paying Facebook ads, but it would take me seven, $8 to land a $19 commission. It made sense to me. Spent $7 to make 19. So my profit mm -hmm. is $12 easy money, but I moved away from that. And now I'm trying to actually put together a site to sell physical products like high higher end physical products. And the way you do that is if you've ever like researched anything, you researched your bike, right? When you went to look for yep. what bike you wanted. 100%. You and, remember all the fucking videos, bro. You remember yeah. all those videos. So, yeah. and that's the thing that's it's done everywhere. It's done on YouTube as well. It's done on Facebook. So anytime you went to like a top 10 hardtail mountain bikes or top 10 uh, full suspension or mm -hmm. this model Trek bike versus this model giant bike, whatever. And they do the comparisons mm -hmm. and then there's links to there. That website you went to wasn't a, a Trek website. It was like someone's blog or someone's website yeah. Yeah. writing up that, that uh, review or giving you those top sure. 10. And then every time you clicked on a link to that actual bike, it either took you to Amazon. You're not going to find a bike on Amazon. Uh, or it took you to like uh, a bike shop that sells bikes or it took you to the, the Trek website that sells bikes. And mm -hmm. that code, they join, that means uh, that link in there has a code for them, an affiliate code embedded in the link. So anytime they click on that link and they go to that Trek website and they decide to buy, whether it's the product that you were reviewing or anything else from the Trek website, um, you're going to get a commission off of it. And then all these programs are, they have like 4%, 5%, 8%, 10%, depending on what it is you sell. Um, so is there money to be made? Yeah. If someone buys a $2,000 Trek bike and they're, and you're making a 5% commission. That's money hundred bucks. Don't ask me. Yeah. yeah. Don't ask me. To do yeah. That. I was like, I don't know. It's a sure. hundred bucks. I was like, if someone buys 10%, a 200, then half of that. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And even if yeah. they don't, if they buy like three, $400, $500 worth of gear for their bikes and, and the gear for these bikes is expensive, whether you're buying new tires, whether you're buying a new fork, you spend four, four $500. And so yeah. what I'm doing is I'm writing up reviews on all these different things. I'm putting up the content and I have a, right. and I'm not doing it for mountain bikes. I'm doing it for workout equipment. Right. So treadmills, uh, squat racks, whatever, anything has to do with, with the gym, uh, at home gym only beca because COVID, that's where it's going. everyone's that's working where at home, works. everyone's at the house. Yeah. So yeah, that's the trend. Um, so that's what I'm going to, that's what I'm, um, I'm making the site about, uh, okay. it, it takes, it takes a lot of effort to write the content. So I'm also going to use Facebook ads. I have a, a Facebook page for the site already. So I have a social media presence for it. I have like three, 400 likes already or followers on it and I'm just going to do, do it okay. slow $5 ads. And I'm going to post the, you know, I I'll post the, um, uh, the, the review that I just wrote. On, on this treadmill right. well i'm gonna post it on the social on the facebook page instead of like saying hey go buy this treadmill i'm gonna say hey look at this treadmill if you're looking for a treadmill these are the top 10 reasons where you should get it so i'm not trying to right. sell someone on a treadmill i'm telling them look these are this is why it's so awesome so it's a social media yeah. uh, uh platform so you want to be social right yeah so you want to be social yeah. as yeah. opposed to be like saying hey buy this it's on sale 20 percent off uh yeah being social works it. more than just trying to directly sell people yeah so don't don't yeah. herbalize it just have a comment just have a just tell them look these are the reasons why you should buy it but uh, hey it's almost like hey i'm leaving it up to you though i'm just giving you the information 
that's happening exactly so yeah so you're just okay, telling so people like, all these good things about it and then th it's they mm -hmm. read it if they like it they click through and they buy and you get your commission right okay but yeah because if you think about it right like if you have 100 people just 100 people right because people always think like i mean i'm trying to get like 100 million dollars or 100 thousand dollars every day like you know some some wild shit but if you just have 100 people going through that link throughout the world that's that's uh reoccurring revenue right like that's not reoccurring is it right what's the word i'm looking for here john you always help me out with this shit you're recurring yeah recurring, recurring revenue. uh yeah recurring revenue yeah. i just added the o for absolutely no reason or pronounce it differently <laughs> and it looked the it way that i talked about it yeah it could yeah. be the whiskey the way that i yeah. talked about it as far as uh writing content that's called mm -hmm. that that's the organic way right because you 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 include the keywords in your content and your titles and all that stuff yeah. And then you write a lot of content and the hope is that over time you start to to rank on on the on google searches for this naturally without having to buy google ads right. but that takes time because it takes time to write this content i'm not writing 20 30 40 articles a day so it's going to take me article. six to 12 months to maybe 18 months but you know you yep. install things like uh you track everything with google and then if you and i am going to run ads like i said but only like five to ten dollars a day to run ads to the right. Facebook page to have people to follow it. And then once they follow it, they'll, they'll get notified that I'm posting these articles, you know, these top 10 articles, et cetera. And so I'm going to use both the organic, but that one is a little too slow. So I'm also going to incorporate ads and I have experience targeted, like learning. Right? How to, yeah. Yeah. You're targeting people that are interested in that, in that field or in that, in that, in, in gym equipment. And yeah. so the combination got, of both is going to help ramp up, like, you know, the traffic and, you know, sales. Yeah. So I wanted to, I just was wondering real quick, like when we watch a YouTube video, right? And we'll get an advertisement for, oh, you're sick of, uh, you're sick of seeing all these people trying to sell you stuff. Watch my stuff and I'll sell you something different. And it's like, uh, was it like, oh, you want to remember that thing? I sent you a link of like a, a t-shirt design one, right? Like just, uh -huh. just randomly, like. How does that YouTube is that something that that person paid for to get that ad thrown in like on across all platforms? Like how does that work? Because we we always talk about like promoting our podcast because we believe in the content that we make. Yeah. I mean, we think it's entertaining and we we enjoy it, so we think other people will enjoy it. So we think about that. Like how how does that work? Like you just put like a on YouTube or Google, you put like a target demographic of eighteen or forty nine, um, and you just you would that's who you were slanted to because I'm assuming like. If you have a YouTube account, you have a Google account, and Google knows everything about you. So that's how we would target it. Yeah, and there's different types of uh, like uh, Google or not Google YouTube ads. So like the one that we talked about for for the channel, right? right. That would, I think I talked about uh, discovery ads. And so the, yes. when you do use the back end of YouTube, I mean, you see all the targeting stuff. You can you can target by people that like podcasts, people that like specific podcasts. Mm -hmm. Like you can put fighter and a kid uh jre etc yep. flagrant too all the people that would be into that would probably be into this type of podcast as well people like two guys talking about what's going on in pop culture talking shit and not giving a fuck about yep. what everyone else thinks right so <laughs> it's the same type very of patrice like setup, same type yeah. of conversation yep. very patrice o'neill yeah <laughs> r.i.p man r.i.p yeah. dude you i don't I'll, I'll jump back into the conversation we were just having you've been telling me about patrice o'neill for We've been friends for over two decades, right? You've been telling me about, yeah. about Patrice O'Neill forever. 
I was like, yeah. yeah, I've like seen some of his stuff, but like I sat down the other day and watched Elephant in the Room, and there was he's probably the most casually hilarious, brilliant guy I've ever seen do stand up. Like what mm-hmm. he was was it like 2010, 2011 with Elephant in the Room is what Dave Chappelle is becoming. Passed, yeah. Yeah. And like it's what kind of Dave Chappelle is becoming now in a way. Minus the whole like make me money angle that he took, which I kind of agreed with Andrew Schultz on about the whole Netflix thing. Yeah. But like if like watching that and I watched like I haven't finished it because you know I had work and shit like that, but I watched like 40 minutes of it and I still got 35 minutes left. But it felt like he wrote none of it. But like he, it felt like he went on that stage and like he had like an overarching thing that he wanted to talk about. You know like what I'm Jay-Z, saying? Like Jay Z, who doesn't know, write his shit, he just got in there and started yeah. spitting. Yeah, when he was like, like the clip I sent you, and it was from a different clip where he's like, "Oh, so listen, what was it like? Listen, ladies, if there was a, tra- if there, was, if there was a traffic accident, and you lost your, you know, what I'm saying you lost your vagina, like what would you do? And then like women yell out different holes is like. But like, oh, so Tom's supposed to care. I'm supposed to treat you differently than other do. Like, the way he played to a crowd, it is like they talked about it, and I, and I try not to like, uh, I, for lack of a better term, like dick right off the off the term that they're saying, like that he was the goat. But I've never seen anybody do stand up like that. Like I've I've only ever seen people who like I have these written jokes. You know what I'm saying? Because I've seen a lot of stand up. Like I have these written jokes. These are these are the things that I want to talk about. But like the way he played to a crowd, it felt like every time you saw him, just seeing it off that, because I never got to see him live, just seeing him off that was a version of of greatness that I'd never seen before. You know what I'm saying? Like I'd never seen anybody like that where I felt like every time you saw him, you got something specifically for you. Like you got this gift of this Patrice O'Neal stand up because it happened because he played to the crowd every second when he was like talking about the white girl in the first five minutes. Like, think about it. Like, if you, like he, he's a, who's a Peruvian chick? That he killed? <laughs> he goes, oh, that, yeah. That white girl, that white girl, she's top shelf white woman. <laughs> that she fucking killed me. That was at the start. Yeah. Like, at the start, where did he say? He goes, Woo, look at them things. Like he's, he goes, Who's the seating manager that put this girl right up here? Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, like, right oh, off top. Like, like, you just felt like you got this special, special moment. Just watching, I was like, "Fuck, bro!" Like, I didn't, I didn't get to see him because I, I mean, I just didn't. I knew about him, like I heard him because we, you know, what I'm saying we talked, but I just never got to see it like that. Like I had seen that stand up before; I'd always seen clips, but I never sat down and like appreciated it. Like we still got to see the documentary. You know what I mean? You, see you, the you, you've been on Patrice. Yeah. 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 And you got to do yeah. uh there, there's a uh, he he came out with an album afterwards uh that was released after his death which was better than I think Elephant in the Room. Um Mr. P. Okay, I got to So there I mean it was it was something that he just, you know, he had recorded and it was done and they they released it after his after his death. Um bro, you just you got to listen to it. I I've watched Elephant in the Room every year. I haven't seen it this year yet, but like it was released in, in February, I think February nineteenth. So I watch it every year on like on that day. Good day. Yeah. That shit is. And I laugh good. hard as fuck every single time. Fucking kills. Like like it's my first time watching it, man. And and I've seen other stuff from Patrice. Plus, I used to listen to him on XM when he was on the um, what the fuck was the name of that show? Opie and Anthony. Uh, 
on XM. Yep, yep, yep. And he would be yep. on there. He was like there, he was like a guest, but really like a guest host is what he was actually. And bro, like from so before you know he re- leaves elephant in the room, and so I've I've, I've been on Patrice for a while. Like I just yeah. hockey was 41, 42 when he passed away. He was just yeah, getting into. He had already figured it out, like you said, what Chappelle's figured out yeah. now over the last couple of years. Yeah. Patrice was already there. Yeah, that that organic, honest comedy, right? It's like I don't like, and I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm not a comedian. I don't I don't know if that's like a slight or what. Like the way he just made it feel like it was just so natural you know what i mean like that's one thing about like listening to podcasts or like comedians like you hear their breakthrough and like their breakdown of the, of the jokes like oh, i'm working this stuff out i'm working that stuff out and i don't and i don't know if patrice did that right like i don't i don't never like i never was sitting in that tape back at the table in the room in in the comedy club you know what i'm saying seeing seeing the whole process but like the way he just made it come off and sound so organic is was a gift bro like i i fucking i loved every second of that it was a lot of times where like i couldn't I laughed hard, but other times I just wanted to like sit there in silence and just appreciate that shit, dude. Like it was, Look, it was man, incredible. This is how good it was. Okay, when I was the when I was in Afghanistan, and I was uh, I was like the NCOIC of a little satellite finance office. Right. I I'm not gonna say I made all the soldiers watch it, right? Including the commanding <laughs> officer who was a female. But yeah. at at the expense of I was I was a E six at the time and I was looking at E seven before I ended yeah, up getting at, at out. The of EO. At the but at the expense of, of my career yeah. and an EO complaint, I was like, no, yeah. you motherfuckers are gonna watch this and you're gonna love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, and, yeah. and it's rough, right? Because it, but I knew the I knew the crowd I was with. I knew the type of people I was with. Uh, yeah. you know, male and female, whatever. But I knew like the kind of like, oh yeah, they'll, they'll, they will they'll be able to take these jokes, even though they're rough. Like sometimes if you yep. if you have a you know you got a tight asshole you're gonna be like oof that's yeah that's yeah. in a when, that's dude, inappropriate when, <laughs> yeah. when he goes look you, this is the last like little bit of it that that I'll talk about and please if you haven't seen it please go watch it it's on YouTube it's probably everywhere you can find the everywhere you can find it but elephant in he, the room when he goes the elephant in the room when he goes hey I'd be wrong. Real quick, I'd be wrong. We need to have like a holiday harassment day. Like you, you right there. If when you, if I told you when you get up, let me know so I can sniff your chair. I'd be wrong. Just, bruh, dead, 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 like dead, like hey, like just, they're dead. like salmon dipped in honey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, funniest motherfucker. Oh man, I I haven't laughed National that hard. National harassment like, day. I bring you flowers. Yeah. Bring you chocolates. Hi, how are you? (laughs) I just got to talk about your titty meat. Oh, man. (laughs) No, no, not the cleavage. No, the titty meat. (laughs) The titty meat. How do you get that much titty meat out? Oh, my God. Dude, he was, oh, man, so young. High blood pressure and diabetes, right? That's what got him. And he said it in the stand-up. Yeah, he said it in the sand. It was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I don't have that much time left. Like, I don't care. He's like, who, who needs who needs a leg? A leg? Fuck that. It's like an Oreo or a leg? <laughs> who yeah. needs a leg? Exactly. Yeah, who needs it? <laughs> yeah, man. The diabetes, I, the diabetes killed him, man. Yeah, diabetes killed him. Fucking crazy. 41, 42 years old, bro. Fuck. Um, yeah, we weren't even going to talk about that, but I mean, I, I had to ask you about that because you've always told me about Patrice. Like, you've sent me clips like back in, I remember back in the day, you'd <clears> always <throat> mention them. 
and you you were right, bro. You were fucking right about that shit. Listen, man, like like I've told you before, I think Callan said this to Shab. I've I, I birthed you, okay? Introduced okay. you to TP2.com and real yeah, RB. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Been telling you about that the trees. I'm glad you finally listened. Real quick, though, that R. Kelly one didn't age as well, though, right? No, no, no. That the music is well. still timeless. The music is timeless. Yes. The person Whatever you choose to do about your fandom with, to the man in himself, that's that's on yeah. you. God damn. Dude, I have it not, aged pretty good I when mean, you see I, Chappelle doing a special a bit on it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that TP2.com, man. You put me onto it, and then I put my cousin Steven onto it, and then it just kept going down the line. That TP2 with him with the fur coat, and the fucking scully and the glasses. <laughs> Boy, you could just let, I'm, I might listen to that shit tomorrow while I'm on my way to work, man. I don't mean it. Uh, dude, R. Kelly was one of the greatest RB people of all time, man. Terrible yeah. person and a pedophile, right? Like, let's just let's put that out there. Listen, I mean, is he, yo, I gotta, this just popped into my head. Is he like the minority's Woody Allen? <laughs> like, right? Like, I don't know. I just popped into <laughs> like I don't even know. I don't even know how to like respond to the old, the same question I just asked. But uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's, isn't there like a, kinda, a Netflix documentary on Woody Allen? Woody versus Pharaoh yeah, or uh, Allen Allen versus yeah Allen versus Pharaoh on HBO Max? Yeah, I saw I saw that pop up on like one of the advertisements, and I want to check it out, but. I kind of want to limit myself on how much like crazy shit I watch in that sense. Like I rather watch like funny shit like Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. Like I'm good with like the Night Stalker. You know what I mean for documentaries as well, and like the Hotel mm-hmm. Cecil, which ended up being spoiler alert in three, two, one. She was bipolar and had a psychotic break in the middle of the hotel. That's what happened in that crazy ass video. And so it became this whole other thing. So that was yeah. I'm good for like deep dark documentaries. Like I'm just not, I'm just not enjoyable. They're just not as fun, especially during these times when, like, I gotta be home and I can't just go out right. and enjoy life. So, but yeah, man. And then uh, got no lights out here. Yeah, I got no lights out here. It's dark as fuck. There's definitely aliens. Chupacabra in this bitch, which translates to goat sucker, which I still don't understand because it also killed cows and like small animals and shit. So, wow. It was catchy. That All right. Out. So, oh, yeah. Let's catchy. get back to it. Multiple streams of revenue, right? Multiple yeah, yeah, income yeah. streams. So how yeah. do you, so, how would you go, how would you like with, with the, I guess the Amazon affiliate program being the most uh, junior, easiest one to sign up for and like getting yeah, your feet wet accessible. into it, right? Yeah. Most accessible. <clears throat> like, how would you, would you, would you recommend, like, would you recommend people to do that stuff? But they also have to like advertise and do all the other things, right? Because it's about diversifying your income and, you know, because especially like for young people our age, because we're what, 30, we're both 37. I'm 37 in two weeks. So yeah. I still consider myself relatively young. You know what I mean? And have like 40, 50 years left of life. So like you got to you got to start having those plans because retirement isn't what used to be. So these are this is the, how you plan for retirement, having th- those additional streams of of revenue to try to plan for that. Yeah, so so that one. And by the way, this isn't like this stuff is, is taught. There are gurus out there that that sell. It's funny how these classes all end in seven. They sell these classes for nine ninety seven, or if you pay now four ninety seven. Um, yeah. 
So I, I knew about affiliate marketing. I had dab, dabbled in it before, but I hadn't done it in a while. And I realized, like like you said, hey, I need something else on, you know, for retirement. I, not, not just retirement, but I want to retire early. And um, so, I, I, yeah. <clears throat> so I grabbed one of these courses, uh, not for $9.97, not for $4.97. Streamed it. Streamed it. But Streamed uh, it. You you know, I, I acquired I acquired the course. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and the course that I grabbed, by the way, wasn't one that taught you about writing content and writing top 10 articles and review articles and all this stuff, like the top 10 bikes or whatever it is you're trying to promote. This one was mm-hmm. heavily on, heavy on, on um, uh, paid advertising. So like grab okay. a product from, from um, ClickBank, whatever the product is, a weight loss product, and just run advertisements to, to a landing page that you create that's you know, whatever would like to collect an email or something and then redirect the person to the product. And then the sales page is already built. You don't have to do anything, but I don't like that. I don't like that because it's like, uh, you're not providing any value. You're just selling people on it. Now the class right. itself was great because it, it, it was detailed on how to use Facebook ads and how to target and what works best and what doesn't. So like the class, the value I got out of the class was, yeah, I'm, I'm a lot better in Facebook advertising. There's some things that I, that I didn't know. And and every year, just like Google changes their algorithm, Facebook changes the way that they that they do stuff as well, and what works and what doesn't. Right. So mm-hmm. it was effective in the in, in the fact that I I'm I'm better at doing Facebook uh, Facebook ads and tar- and how to use retargeting better. But the one I'm I'm telling you, I'm not gonna get results for like maybe six months. I might start seeing a sale then, like oh, someone buys a bike, I'll see like a hundred dollar, hundred twenty dollar commission. Because the next, the first six right. to twelve months, I'm just gonna be building uh, the content, Priming, yeah. writing it, and posting right. it, writing it, posting it, and then eventually, after six months, I'm gonna have enough content that Google is going to recognize that I have all of this content for the same type of product, and they see, okay, this person's providing value. I'm hitting the keywords. I'm not just selling someone in some like my 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 page is not just like a page where like they stop by. And then they get nothing except like a couple of lines. And then I, I shoot them off to a sales page. So, mm-hmm. so that's what the algorithm and Google sees, but it's, it, this, it's not a get rich quick scheme. It's, you have to build it over time. And so I'm doing that. But like I said, I'm going to run ads to it to speed it up a little bit, which is why that course helped me out. It's a long-term, yeah, it's, it's a, a long-term, long-term investment. investment as a, yeah. as a, as opposed to like day trading is the best way to describe it. Right? As opposed to day trading, like you're, which you're, is also gambling. Yeah. And I look, yeah, the, the yeah, core, no- I, I could run ads. I could run ads to these offers to like a page to give someone something and then redirect them to a sales page. But I would have to run like $500, $5,000, dollars in ads. Like I'd have to scale up really quick. And if I see something's working, like I spent 120 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, mm-hmm. 1,000, 5,000. Like if I see it's working within the, you know, after I put $20 into it or $50 and I see that people are going and You're buying, yep. then I can scale up. But I'm like, that that requires a lot of, of uh, ad buying, media buying. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not trying to do that. So I'm going to do the organic as well as the the ad um, uh, the ad buying. And I, I mean, okay. I, told you, I told you about other stuff. I do like I buy stuff to sell on, on Amazon and on eBay and on Facebook Marketplace. So like I paid $15 to get a reseller license for my county and that in turn allows me to go online or wherever to contact actual uh, manufacturers or distributors or, or wholesalers who only sell to people that have a reseller license. So they don't, they won't sell to the public. Yeah. So like you get this stuff in bulk and you get it at a bit of a discount 
and I buy mostly liquidated stuff. So stuff that people like um, stuff uh, that's off the shelves from Best Buy or Amazon, like it didn't sell or there were customer returns mm -hmm. or they were refurbished. And so I buy them from liquidation uh, websites and I'll buy lots of like, I'll buy like a, a, a um, the fuck do you call it? A pallet or two pallets or right. whatever it is. Then I get it. I'll inspect it. And after I inspect it, then, you know, I, same thing. I take the pictures, I write up the descriptions and I'll post it up on uh, Amazon, eBay and uh, Facebook marketplace. Right, so right. I have a ton of like networking stuff right now, routers, switches. I have uh, a brand new freaking like wine cooler that costs like $700 that someone wants to pay for 54, which is fine. Cause that entire pallet where the wine cooler came in cost me like 500 bucks. So just off the wine cooler yep, alone, yep. I'm going to make the money back. Plus there were other items in there that were like just strictly um, small home appliances, a lot of brand new microwaves, stuff like that. And so that it's easy. That's the fastest way to make money to tell you the truth. But it's not the sexy way, and it's not what I want to do. I don't want to keep having inventory at the house to then just sell it. Yeah, on, you on send me a picture of the boxes. Or Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why I like affiliate marketing because it's all online. It doesn't take a whole lot of, uh, like, you don't need a lot of uh, tech skills. If you can op open up a Wix or a Weebly or what it's Squarespace or whatever website, everything is drag and drop. And then you can. It's just about writing the content. You can hire someone to write it for you. Or you can, um, yeah, I mean, that's what it is. It's about writing the content. Setting up the website itself isn't too it's, bad now with all the platforms that, that we have available. Yeah, there's a bunch of different ways. I think I think that's the new the new hustle, right? The new grind is what what got you, I guess I wanted to ask you, I don't think I've ever asked you this. What got you started on this? Like, did you have a conversation with somebody back in the day? Because, I mean, I've known you 25 fucking years. And like you've always been like, I'll say this. Kind of feels weird to give you a compliment. Like you've always been a person like that's forward thinking and like planning and planning for the future. Because again, we we come from similarish backgrounds, right? Like where we have to figure out a, a way to, you know what I mean? Like we we saw the struggle of our moms and right. and all those and all that stuff that it came from. So like it gives you like like Stephen said a long time ago on the podcast, like. It gives you like this starving hunger where like you have to keep grinding to make sure like you're never in that situation because you know what it was like. Right. So is that kind of where like your knowledge and your thirst and your thirst for acquiring more knowledge came from? It feels more like an interview than like a co-host of a podcast. But like I'm interested in that shit because that's dope. Yeah, man. No, I I saw my mom struggle. I saw my mom hustle. Right. That she was. Yeah. She was hustling, and and so this was, yes. you know, when we were in high school, and and before really the internet took off, like it has mm -hmm. now with social media and everything else being so accessible. And so I I saw that she had like this entrepreneurial mind and this 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 hustle mentality in her, but she was, um, she was working really really hard. I mean, look, at one point though, she had people working for her. Unfortunately, she was in business with yes. people. That, that uh she shouldn't have been in not that she you know, she didn't know yep. and like they just you know they stole from her or it, it it worked out that way um but so so she she always had that hustle she always had that mentality she was always able to to like she had her own little business like i said she had a couple of people working with her or for her and um 
so that's where it came from. And plus, we grew up in Miami, right? So where everyone is out to like it's dog eat dog, right? Everyone is out to get each other. Yep. Everyone's out to hustle you, and, and so that's always in the back of your mind, like ah, nah, I don't trust you because I can't yeah. trust anybody. <laughs> you just try to take advantage yeah, of me. Yeah, you yeah. just try to get yours. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so 100%. that's where it came from. And then, yeah, and then as as you know, the internet and technology started evolving. I just I started looking into like ways to make money online and um, different like I don't know if you've heard of the term drop shipping, right? Yeah, drop yeah, shipping yeah. essentially is is like and, and, and if you say drop shipping now you'll get you'll get laughed at or you'll you'll get laughed at for saying drop shipping, but essentially it's right. and, and you can and it's usually people that buy a product from like China, from AliExpress, which is like uh, if you've heard of Alibaba, AliExpress is like. Amazon. You can actually buy from AliExpress and deliver it to your house. Uh, so AliExpress is just a bunch of middlemen who buy from Alibaba and they just they raise the price a little bit. But the 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 plus side is that a lot of those will be in the U.S. already. So if you order from AliExpress, then the ship the, the shipping will take you know a week to ten days maybe, mm -hmm. as opposed to like almost a month if you're shipping from China. You don't have to worry about any of that crazy wow. shit. But so crazy. that's all it is. You're not holding any inventory. You put up a website. You put up these products, um, and then mm. if someone orders your product, you would just send the order to your supplier in AliExpress, and then they'll ship it to the person. So if if you're selling a fucking pull-up bar for forty bucks, someone orders it, you send the order at the end of the day to your supplier in Alibaba, you pay them twenty bucks, twenty-five bucks, you make a, a fifteen-dollar profit, whatever. That's just like the simplified version of it. And I did yeah, it. Okay. And I was doing it on eBay and Amazon and stuff like that. But you notice that on eBay and Amazon, there's a lot of people that like the, the companies themselves are selling on there. So like, how are you going to make a profit when they're there's They have millions of products and mm -hmm. you can't beat them on price. You're married. But I remember this yeah. is one time. So yeah. So the best way to do it is, is to have your own website. Don't sell on Amazon or eBay if you're doing drop shipping because they're all getting the products from the same people. So you have to take people to your own website where they can't really like. I guess comparison shopping. I mean, like at the end of the day, like you can you can brand your own stuff. You can put your own brand and so to to stand out from the crowd. So there's right. a lot of options. But I remember like five six years ago, uh, there were these portable uh, espresso. I'm, I'm big on coffee espresso machines. Like you don't they, they don't require any yeah. fucking electricity. Coffee. You just like you pump them and yeah. they create the pressure and they and they create your your espresso. And they were selling for like 60 bucks or I, or I was getting them for like 40 or 50 bucks but they were selling on amazon or ebay for like 90 dollars 80 dollars so i was like okay let me get in on this so mm -hmm. i sold a couple and it just so happened that um i said you know what let me raise the price on them i don't know why but i raised the price on them even though everyone else was selling it for lower christmas time came around i think that's what it was i was thinking about christmas time and everyone was sold out everyone was sold out but there were still a couple of suppliers that had it. Those suppliers raised their prices as well because they knew that people wanted yeah. them. And so since I had already raised yeah. my price on Amazon and eBay, people were already knew, oh, he raised his price three weeks ago. It's not like he raised it yesterday and he's price gouging us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was able to like eight, nine, ten of them and I made like 50 bucks on each or something. I made like $500 just like, oh, I just got the notifications on my phone like, oh, another sale, another sale, another sale. And at the end of the day, I just sent those sales to the supplier and he shipped them off to, to the people. And, you know, they got it in a week to 10 days. So that's what got my like the wheel spinning like, oh, shit, 
there's got to be a better way to make money, but I know money can be made because I just made 500 bucks just sitting here watching like football mm. or whatever the hell I was watching during the holidays in Charleston, I think football. is where it was. Football. Football. No, it was football. football. It was football. It was American football. Oh, God. That was a long time ago then. But yeah, man, a long like, time I, ago. Look, if you, if you guys just tune into the podcast, listen, or watch us on YouTube, I mean, I guess I say it all the time, and, and I've said it all the time on this podcast, this episode specifically. Me and John have been friends for 25 years. He's a person that I still go to. He's being, what, four four months older than me, I still look at you like an older <laughs> brother in that way because you, you're you wise with shit like this. Like, I go to you like, hey, man, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? I, get, I like your advice on shit because you're, I know you're thoroughly researched with this type of shit, right? Like, not everything, right? Like, when we when we went through our bike addiction, right? Like, our bike YouTube addiction, we both were like, yo, man, check this one out. No, check this one out. Check this one out. No, check this one out. <laughs> So when we when we talk about this stuff, this is this is a thing that we're gonna we're gonna keep doing. Look, we're we're every man, right? Like we're not we're not celebrities, we're not anybody that that's trying to sell you something. We're just trying to give you things that like we think about and we've researched and we talk about and we're wondering like, hey man, is there money to be made here? Like how does this work? And just like everyday stuff. Like Monday, we're gonna have my boy Jonathan Soul. By the way, I, my wife told me I can't have any more friends named Jonathan because I literally have eight, yo. Know? <laughs> I have uh, eight Jonathan friends from like I, all I th- over. I, I thought you were talking about your boy John from like like Parilla. No, not that guy. Exactly, guy? dude. I have I have Jonathan Janangeli in Georgia, Jonathan Parilla, you, Jonathan Soul, and I think there's like three more Jonathans just fucking spread out there. So he's gonna come on the podcast. We're gonna talk about like he's a survivalist, and nice. you know he does the same job I do, but he does that stuff. He's super handy, and you know just talk about different shit because it's. It's one thing to like just go on political rants and all this stuff. But, like, we have to understand that like this is man chatter, right? Like, we're we're every man. Like, you grew up the same way I grew up. We we talk about random shit. So this is stuff that I find uh uh that I'm curious. I'm curious. Cu- I don't know why I added like an extra I in there. Fucking whiskey, bro. Fucking whiskey. That I'm curious about and trying to figure it out. Like, because I I'm trying to figure out different ways to make you know make income and and diversify my portfolio. So I signed up for an Amazon affiliate program. We talked about it. You ran. You told me about what things to do, what things to look out for, and like we're gonna grow the, the grow the channel and advertise the channel and shit like that. So, yeah. like it's it's just things that like we find interesting, and we hope you find it interesting of, as well if you're listening to us. So that's why like this podcast with with John is almost more like an interview than a conversation between co-hosts. Because I like we I get I give him shit all the time with like how long he takes to like send me audio. And shit like that, but that's just because we're that's just because we're brothers. But like we're we're co-hosts of this shit. Like we're it's 50 50. I'm Brendan Schaub, he's Brian Callen. You know what I mean? That's just that's just what but he does a lot more work than Brian Callen. Like he works hard behind the scenes trying to figure out like he's the one that's you taught me all about OBS. You taught me about like the targeted ads, which by the way, I, we cursed too much on, so we couldn't run the ads. We, we it was made. a little too aggressive, all right. That video we made, we were a little too aggressive. Hey, and I think we did curse. <laughs> If anything, no, it was 100%. me the one that was doing all the cursing. Yeah, because I wrote I wrote it for you to be the one that's cursing because you're like the you know you're the big and hungry guy. You're the you're the fragile me guy. Like I, I figured I'd come off more aggressive. And then I looked at it and I was like, like, nah, it's not aggressive enough. We need to come harder. <laughs> hey motherfucker. Do you like motherfuckers who talk shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, listen oh, to us. Yeah. Like we're cutting, hey, but look, we're cutting one one last one last thing on, on the whole affiliate marketing thing. <laughs> uh it's as easy as when we write the description to the show, 
we're using this mic. I'm using these earbuds, whatever earbuds you're using. Since you have an affiliate marketing ID and people might want to know, hey, what kind of gear you're using? You put that in the description. We use this mic. We use yep. these earbuds. Ben used this headset, whatever. And you and it's that link to Am to the product on, on Amazon. And you'll get paid because it'll have your ID. Yep. yep. Yeah. So, like I mean. The knife that I'm about, the knife the that I'm about to talk about. The knife that I'm about to talk about, about uh, me spatchcocking some chicken. Like you could just attach that. <laughs> that uh, doesn't sound right you know at mean? all. But you know, you spat talk that listen, chicken. That was a word. I got a Jonathan Soul, my Mississippi John. Right. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just gonna name, give give them the city where, like the state they're from, and then just call them that. From that's just how I'm gonna deride them. But uh, he 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 texted me like in a group chat with Kobe, right? That we had on the podcast because they were friends from a long time. And he goes, "Hey man, man you ever spat cock a chicken?" I was like, "Hey bro, is that a racial slur?" The fuck is a spatchcock chicken? Like, nah, man, you just get the kitchen shears and cut out the spine and then turn it over and, like, crack the breast the breastplate. I was like, I've never heard of that in my life, bro. And Kobe's like, I've never heard of that in my life. I was like, so I have a white person that's also never heard of it. I didn't feel that bad because I felt ignorant as shit. But, dude, I won't. I smoked another chicken today. I will not cook. I will not smoke a chicken any other way. It cooks everything evenly. The first time I ever smoked chicken, it was okay. Like, my family was nice where, like, my mother-in-law was here. And my wife like, no, it tastes good. But, like, now when like now when my wife eats the spatchcock chicken, yeah, it's, it's a different, it's a game changer, man. It's totally different. Yeah. All you, and then she got me this knife uh, for Valentine's Day that is for the brisket, which I'll be adding into as soon as I get my, I'll be adding to literally every link from now on that, uh, <laughs> When I get my affiliate program, because I want to be talking about fucking smoking forever. Um, and it, dude, like it cuts through the brisket, it cuts through the chicken like butter. Like it's this fucking, it's like an eight-inch knife, but it has like a rounded blade at the top, and you just cut right through. It's from like I want to say my my rico or something like that, dude. It cuts it cuts right through, and I to anybody, I, dude, it's such. I don't it's talk so about good. knife. I give my wife a hard time because we bought like a set of Cutco knives. Uh huh. So I was like, "Oh, it's time to use the five thousand dollars." Huh? Five thousand dollars for knives? No, I mean I exaggerate by about by about yeah, forty six by about forty four hundred dollars, but it was six hundred dollars <laughs> or five or something for about five six that knives. It's a hundred dollars a knife. So every time I use the so knives, I'm like, "I'm about to use these five thousand dollars knives." But uh, yeah. I mean, hey, they do their thing, but. I never thought I'd be paying hundreds of dollars for knives. No. Tell you that. I pay like 25 bucks for my knife. I think I pay like yeah. 25 bucks. That's all I needed. Like check the reviews on Amazon and that's just that's just what it was. But yeah, man, like that's it's just as simple as that. Like the knife you use and the knife you talk about on on your podcast or on your show, you just add the link in the description below and you could add revenue that way. And I was watching Think Media. Like which which is where a lot of stuff I get like my information from, like how to promote your channel and stuff like that. Because this is this right here is revenue, right? Like right now, I know it doesn't sound like a big deal to a lot of people that have like that watch millions and millions of subscriber people, but like we're at fifty two subscribers right now. That's fifty two right. people I I really don't know. You know what I mean? Besides like I think my brother, my wife, you know, what I'm saying you, I I subscribe to my own channel, so that's like four. So there's like forty eight other people that I think like my mom's in there. So like that, that right there, it like opened a different tier to YouTube, 
where we were able to attach our links. So if you watch our, if you go to our about stuff, our about in our channel, you'll see our Patreon, our Manchester store, and stuff like that. Like you'll find all this, all this different stuff. So all this stuff is tiered, and like again, everything is like how much work you're willing to put into it, right? Like it took me 25 minutes to figure out the whole like Amazon affiliate thing because you had to add like your your Amazon app link, which was a pain in the ass. You gotta like copy and paste, send this to yourself. That was the only part that I found tedious. But everything else was super easy. And then you just yeah. again, like you just add the link to a description. Somebody clicks it, buys it through your thing, and you have revenue. And it might not seem like a lot, right? You you might because you because you gotta stop thinking about the fact that you're gonna make like ten thousand dollars in a day. That'll that'll come if you put the work in. But it it's gonna be less than that. It's gonna be a couple couple dollars here, a couple dollars there. Yeah. You keep working at it. Those couple dollars are dollars that you didn't have to work for. You know what I'm saying? That like th- that shit will just become recurring, and then you're good. Yeah, I mean, you'll make ten thousand dollars a day without having to do a lot of work if you learn how to do Facebook ads and you spend five, six, yeah. seven thousand dollars. That's yeah, about right. Worth you got to yeah, about six thousand dollars to make, money, make a ten thousand dollars sale. Yeah, <laughs> takes money to make money. Takes money to make yeah. money. We we talk about like uh, putting money into into our ads. And throwing it targeted, you know what I mean? Like this is, this is as raw as it gets. Like this is a real conversation. We we're yeah. trying to grow this channel as big as we possibly can because we want this to be a revenue stream. We want that fucking uh YouTube platinum plaque and gold plaque behind us. We believe in what we do. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely. And we're not, we're not gonna be people that, oh, I'm just gonna keep it all to myself. Like nah, man, we want y'all to grow with us. Like this is a family. Like man, like. We're not gonna share in the checks, you know what I'm saying? Because you, you make your own checks, <laughs> and we make and we make our checks, but we want you to get checks too. That's all. And enjoy you know the content. And super sh- yeah, you know who else believes in what Who's they're that? doing? Who's that? An individual called Chris D'Elia. Chris D'Elia. Hey man, shout out to the fact we're about to do this on a live stream reaction for a video you haven't seen. So I haven't even seen. It, so internet, I don't know what I'm about to get into. You got the share screen uh, adaptability. I I don't because you know my hamster is getting tired. So let's let's do this. Yeah. We're doing this live, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, this is let's live. do If this. you're listening to us, let's, let's see what Chris D'Elia has to say. I haven't heard from this man in like nine, ten months now, give or take. Yeah, ever since the allegations came out. Yeah. The allegations. Uh, I don't even know. I, I could never find any news to substantiate or, or not. So uh let's see what no he's charges. To say. No charges. No? All not, right. Not well, let me one. let me see. Uh, <laughs> let's share my Make screen. Sure. Yeah, forget how to do uh, that first. You got that? You know how to attach audio I, I, and all that shit? Um, this is this it is should a... work. I'm I'm streaming my tab. So let's see. Uh, <laughs> this is live. Bra- Good segue, brave by the way. browser tab. Is that gonna work? The brave. The brave browser tab. That's oh a, yeah, share audio. Let's do that. Let's let's click that box that says share audio. Yeah, shout out to Streamyard. Right? Uh, shout out to yeah. Streamyard for that. Yeah, I can hear you. Shout out to Streamyard for having that capability to let you know, hey man, you you sure you want to do this? It really helps out. Like that little extra check, where like, hey, remember to do this. Appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Note. I'm gonna hit play on this. And uh, you just let me know where to stop. We'll take it, you know, whatever, a segment yeah. at a time. We'll we'll... Yeah, it's only. Eight let me know if you can, can hear. Let me know if you can hear. I'm hitting play now. All right, hit hi it. everyone. Um, 
I know that it's been a really long time since you've heard from me. Um, and when the news broke, um, I put out a statement that said everything I've done has been legal and consensual, and that's true. And I wanted that statement to speak for itself. Um, and I wanted to talk immediately. I wanted to post online. I wanted to do my podcast business as usual, but I, I thought that that might not be the best thing. What might be the best thing if I, it would be if I just take this time to be with my family, try and, uh, take a long, hard look at myself and, and just, uh, and, and do that. And, um, it was, it was, Yo, right, wait, what do you think so far? All, yeah. Whose voice is he using? Who the fuck is speaking a, right now? That's a serious voice. That's his, I, yeah. I fucked up voice. Yeah, that's hundred percent. Yeah. All right. I mean, I don't know whose yeah. funeral he's speaking at. Maybe his his own funeral. I'm, but I've never heard that voice yeah, in my it, life. Yeah, he's never been this serious. He's always been a silly goose. All it's right. rough, right? It's hard. It's hard. It's hard to listen to when, like, when you've only known him one way. To yeah. like to think to think that's 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 his, you know. But yeah, yeah. keep. There we go. All right, let's Shout go, family man. Yard, bro. Shout out to Stream. It was hard. I. I, first of all, um, I, I do know how it looks, uh, with the, uh, with all the stuff that's been said and the, the emails that have been put out there and what the media has been, uh, trying to say. And I know it looks bad. Um, and it, it doesn't show the full scope of the, of what happened. Um, I stand by the fact that all my relationships have been consensual and legal and that's just it. Um, that's the truth. I threw this kind of time away. Um, I've seeked out a lot of kind of, um, you know, medical advice, therapy and stuff like that. Uh, that doesn't matter here nor there, but what, I have come to understand is um, this was always about sex to me. My life was, I mean, sex, it, it controlled my life. It, it, it was the, f yo, he can't even fucking get the word out. It's rough, <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard, rough it's to, to watch. watch. Yeah, it's hard oh, to watch. shit. I, I, you know what, though? I'll say this, man. Like, knowing that no allegations have been put forth and just been like some screenshots that we talked about on previous podcasts, right? I, I'm, I'm, I don't know if it's going to sound weird, but like, I'm proud of him for like finally doing this because I know this couldn't have been easy and like be as, was it two minutes in and like be as raw and as like real as he can. Where like I, if he would have tried to crack a joke, that would have seemed that would have seemed disingenuous. Yeah. So I I appreciate the, that he's being like real, real raw and honest. He should have done. I personally, I think he should have done this a while ago, because you let the bulldozer keep coming. It's very hard to mm -hmm. stop it. Yeah, it just it's so, a fucking avalanche. Like Callan. By the way, I don't obviously some Callan situation got resolved because he's back. But he got on yeah. Instagram right away and put out a statement. Right away. 
Yeah, I mean, the next day or even that same day, like he didn't wait very long to put out a statement. Whether like, it's true or not, have... whatever that you know, stuff gets set up, gets settled out of court, you know, all the time. But uh, I don't even think there's been any like so. I haven't heard of any like civil lawsuits. I haven't heard anything past those like those articles and those and the and that Twitter shit. Like I haven't heard anything past that. Like we would have known about it by now. You know, we're on yeah. Twitter enough to like know, yo, man, this person's trending. This person's trending. Like it was just like smear, smear, like you know, smear, right? Like there's yeah. just all these things were like no follow up, no police investigation. Because if he's guilty of these things that they accused him of, the guy should be in jail. But like nobody was like, yo, man, we need to talk to you. It didn't. It didn't. It doesn't seem like that ever happened. So no. that's right. that's where like my 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 uh, hate of like cancel culture comes in, where like it just this this is this is cancel culture. Right, yeah. like this is somebody else saying something about you, so somebody else reacts to it. Not Gina Carano, stupid ass. But yeah, uh, yeah. If only Patrice O'Neill was around, <laughs> he would. He would have. <sighs> I think he would have canceled cancel culture. But let, let's listen yeah. to Chris talk about uh, his his sex addiction or whatever the hell he's about to say. Yeah. Focus. It was my focus, um, all the time, and I had a problem, and I do have a problem. It's not like you, you, you know months down the line you just kind of everything's better um i need to do work on that um when i first started doing stand-up and i started getting a little bit of notoriety in my early 30s um you know having sex got a lot easier is the uh, you know for the lack of better words um and i felt lucky i felt like Oh wow, I don't need to work as hard, you know. I can just do a show and then have sex or roll into a city and look at my uh inbox and then just start writing. And and I did, man. I wrote I mean, I know you've seen some of the messages online. I mean, there's there's way more than that. I I I would get 50 at least 50 messages after a show each city a night. And I would reply to all of them. And I thought in my, uh, in my mind that being straight up with these women was the right thing to do. I'd say, Hey, I come to my hotel room and let's have sex. Let's make out. Let's, let's do this. Let's do that. And that was what I thought was right. I realized through all of this, Hey, hey, by the way, whether he's bullshitting or not, I'm glad that he's like, hey, I'm just being straight up. They messaged me and I yeah. said, hey, I'm being straightforward. I'm not going to try to bamboozle you or yep. tell you, let's go. Yeah. Let's go hang out. And then to try to trick you into something else. He was just straight and direct with him. But isn't that isn't that I guess that's what like when hearing it from him and then thinking back to like the messages we saw. Right. Isn't that kind of what you're supposed to do? Like, so now messaging, right? you know what I'm saying? Like, if if you're not, so like me messaging, you know what I'm saying? You messaging, Crystalia messaging all these women, like, hey, look, this is, this is what I'm about. So that's like, that's what's weird, right? Like thinking about it now, right? Like when, cause you had to, we have time to process and all this stuff. It's like, he, he just sent it, like, that's way better than like a Bill Cosby situation. When you think he's like, she he's she's coming in for like a table read and she's getting drugged and raped. He's sending a message like, look, this is what I'm about. This is what I want to do. So if you come over, you know what I'm saying? 
that, you, that's what you I'm looking telling, for. You are, consent, like, you are a consenting adult, and this is what he's. I don't see. I don't. I don't see anything wrong with it, bro. Like, no, you know? I don't either. And I mean, I did you hear that? At least over fifty messages, and he responded to all of them. I mean, yes. I don't. Look, if I was think about the if tour. I was, think this, about if the I'm tour. single and I'm turned to country and I got like 50, I'm, let me let me rank them. Let me rank yes. and stack them from one to 50. Yes. And then I'm going to start yeah. messaging. Like what? Th that's what you would do. Yeah. That's when you're single 100%. <laughs> well, I think 100%. the fucked up part is that I don't know if he did it while he was with his girl because I think he's with someone or he's yes. married now. Uh, keep keep hitting play. So, you got to watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's where we're getting to shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That doing that is just treating sex like it's casual and and being flippant with people, um, and that's not the guy I want to be. It's not okay, and I'm sorry for that. It makes me feel shameful, and it makes me feel bad. Uh, you know, people talk a lot about the power dynamic and about. Uh, well, why should someone who want who is a fan of yours have to worry about if you want to sleep with them or not? And I don't, I don't know where I fall on that. You know, I sometimes think, especially in my early thirties, I would be like, well, the, the the girl has the power because that's you know they they I want to have sex with them, and and if they want to have sex with me, then great. But what I can say is the familiar the familiarity i would use the familiarity that that i had with these women to have sex i was like oh they already use me they already know me i didn't have to i didn't have to do the extra work and i was talking to one of my Yo, are you frozen? No, no, no. I just no. want to leave it there, like the shoulder shrug. <laughs> you like just holding it. Yeah. yeah. I'm just holding it. Yeah. I'm like the emoji. You know what I mean? Look, man, I uh, look, I, I get the, the, the power dynamic, right? But yo, man, they, they're messaging him. Yes. Whatever that is on yeah. Instagram, on, on Tinder, whatever the hell he's he's got on, uh, probably on his on his on his Twitter and, and Instagram. Cause they know who he is. Like, where's the, yes. if anything, like if anything, I would be like, they're, they're trying to get me to some shit. They're messaging me. And if I go out here, they're going to try to get me to some fucked up situation. Like if yes. anything, they hold the power. They're going out of their way to message you. They know who you are. Like you said, you're the yes. celebrity. You have this, this, uh, a you're a public figure and whatever. He, he might not be like a, an A celebrity or whatever the hell, however you rate celebrities. But, um, he still has notoriety. He's still a public figure. Like if yeah. anything, I think even though he, he's the famous one, they're reaching out to him yes. and he wants to fuck. <laughs> and yes. he's telling them, this is what I'm about. I'm, I'm, I'm in the city for two nights for the weekend. Cause I'm doing the Friday to Friday and Saturday show. And I'm out on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so again, he's upfront about it. I don't think he's, I, I didn't read the messages. So I don't know. He said he's, he was being uh, flippant with people. But um, I'm sure quite a few people took him up on his I mean, offer. I, so I, I don't, I, I, feel I don't like see him being up front. I remember some of the messages, and it was like, "Oh, just come over, let's make out." You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? We, we, oh, come over, let's make out. Like that's you know what I mean? Like again, like 
thinking about it now, yeah, like, like it, it becomes a different perspective, which is why, and it's, I, I remember us talking about this podcast, I was like, yo, we need to hear from you, Chris. Like, because we're not, yeah. like, look, I've said, I said on the Gina Carano thing, it was like, ever since that Coventry kid shit, I will refuse to react to something over the top right away, right? Because I was embarrassed with that shit, because I went on a rant. I was like, oh, man, it ended up being a bunch of bullshit, all this stuff. All right. Like, I was like, Chris, we need to hear from you, bro. Like, we don't need to hear from your lawyers because they went on social media. We need you on social media. This, right. If this came out six months ago, however long it was when all that shit happened to him, it's a totally different conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, if this happens, it's a totally different thing. Look, I'm still a fan of Chris D'Elia because this, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, like, they message him. He responds. Like, how many women you think message Drake right now? How many women message the baby? How many women message every celebrity you can fucking possibly think of? Yeah. How many men message celebrity women? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, and they respond, and you're supposed to be like, oh my God, he responded and he told me, and she told me, or he told me he wanted, he or she wanted a fuck. That isn't that why you messaged celebrity? Celebrity X? Like you didn't mm. message celebrity. Did you message celebrity X to like become a friend? Like you shot you shot at the moon and the moon responded back, and now <laughs> the moon is wrong. Uh, let, let's see what else he's got to say. Yeah, let's go. Friends who uh I was talking to one of my friends about this and about the power dynamic and about the familiarity and not having to use that. And he, and I said, why is this, why is that behavior uh, not okay? Why is it not okay to sleep with somebody if it's consensual and they want to sleep with you? This and, is big right here. And he said, uh, it's okay. Well, it is okay. It's okay until it's not. Yep. And that was when, you know, a lot of it clicked for me. It was, something that just became life controlling i mean i would think about it all the time i would i would go and i would do my show and i you know like i just said earlier and i just it was too much and it it became a uh a lifestyle that i didn't know how to stop I didn't even think I had a problem. I thought that this was how it was. I thought that guys in my position were lucky enough and fortunate enough. And it just, it was going out of control. And I, I never stopped it. I cheated on most of the girls that I've been with. I cheated on my fiance now. Um, and this is my dream girl. This is the girl that I want to be with for the rest of my life. And even that wouldn't stop what I was doing. And I was headed for a, I was headed for, you know what I was headed for? I was headed for this. Um, and this needed to happen because that's, that's heavy, bro. That's heavy. Damn. That's heavy. When that's all you've ever done, when that's all you've ever done in that situation, it's, you know, it becomes a routine. Yeah, I mean that's Heavy, all he. Bro. That's all he. I mean, look, we're, we're guys. It's not like 
we said it right if we're in that if we're in that situation and we're single like why would i not message these girls back but to yeah. take it to yeah. the point where like that's what he you was just, that's all he was thinking about that's yeah. all he was thinking about obviously i mean that's it's a an issue. like yeah. I, I, men and women whether we're made differently or not or you know we both have sex on on our mind but to the point to 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 get to that point where it's controlling um everything you do essentially what it sounds to me like it was he was his life was was based around just being able to go who's the next person he's going to sleep with and of course he had his show and his stand up down so he had it down that he you know <laughs> he didn't have to worry about the stand up yeah. he was going to do yeah. on stage he was just trying yeah, to get those 60 minutes over with yeah yeah, yeah Yo, real it, quick uh, uh before we before we get back into ahead. this conversation i want to give a shout out to uh marissa flores she's a, a good friend of jonathan's and a, a supporter of the show a supporter show on patreon I want to make sure i give her a shout out and uh and thank her for that but yeah it does take a lot to admit that right like to also make a video when like people have kind of forgotten about you and go out and go out to do that so and take and finally take ownership of it you know it's big yeah and, and how many people are watching this video i mean hundreds of thousands millions eventually it's going to get yeah. shared like that video itself it's 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 yeah, tough. we're sharing it and yes thank you thank you very much i wasn't i was right. um <laughs> on the last show we were i, I was uh in the comment section a lot just like maritza yes. was I, unfortunately i couldn't make it to the um to the, the um the show i feel like you purpose i think you purposely uh made that I, thing happen so you didn't i made that sauce. trip to go to drive <laughs> yeah 30 hours, hours or whatever yeah. the hell i had to drive nah <laughs> no son no nah, but it's look it's look there's we're not us as men we don't ever want to downgrade or diminish sexual assault sexual battery sex any any kind of sexual uh, violence towards women in any way whatsoever right but right it it does get scary when a certain allegation can just become with like again like if he's this is where like like i said like this is where the cancel cancel culture becomes an issue right where like screenshots of a conversation of of a back and forth you know what i mean becomes the the narrative of who he is again like he's owning up to it right again when look i was a sex addict I was in this routine of every time I was on tour, I would hook up with these girls because they messaged me and I messaged them back. But I'm telling them in these messages, if you come over here, you're going to get dicked down. And that, you know what I'm saying? Be it right or wrong. Right. And when I was single, he's like, I cheated on all my exes. Cheated on, he cheated on his fiance and all these things. He's saying it in the messages and they respond back. If I don't, and I don't remember a follow up, like because I remember, the, I remember one story where like, oh, she, uh, she showed up and he didn't have his pants on and his dick was out, and he was just like, I was like, I'm pretty sure, like, let me see the messages, and I, I'm let pretty sure Chris Leah told you, yeah, <laughs> Chris Leah was gonna, hey, my dick's gonna be out when you get here. You know what I'm saying? Is it an addiction? <laughs> yeah, but did he send you the message? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Also, yes. Right, Goddamn, he wasn't Bill Cosby trying to drug you. And then you know what I mean? Yes. God. And and, and look, you, you said That's something cool. earlier, and, and I was thinking the same thing, and we've said this before, where we're like, when all this went down, we're like, Are you gonna say something, Chris? Like, 
yeah. uh, Brian Callen came out and said something right away. Like, are you going to say something? But at the yeah. end of the day, like, who the hell are we? Like, yeah, we we like his comedy and we watch the podcast. But the only people he's going to say something to are is, is his family, his family and yeah. and friends and whatever. That's, and that's, and that's, that's really all that matters. We're just assholes. Um, yeah, we're just no, assholes. I mean, but that's like, the truth, that's... right? Like, if 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 we had, however, whether we have fifty two or we have fifty two thousand or five hundred twenty thousand, and something happens, like, do we owe the? I mean, maybe. Like, do you owe the people because the people that watch the show kind of they do support him, right? They support his lifestyle. He's he I'm sure they get, he's getting paid through YouTube, through through ads, through everything else. It's the same thing. So even though they're not paying yep. him directly, they're paying him indirectly. Um but you know I mean, we'll that money's not coming like, out of their pocket, like he doesn't owe them an explanation, they're not paying a subscription. No. You know, if if you have a Patreon no. subscription and someone's paying you five dollars, ten dollars, twenty-five dollars, and then you have like uh, Schultz, he's got ninety thousand dollars coming in a month because I just checked it yesterday. He's got like twenty thousand yeah, almost uh, pa uh, patrons, and then he just falls off the the face of the earth. Then yeah, those people are paying you. You owe them an explanation because they're paying 100%. you directly. That that money's coming out of their pocket. But I don't right. think that he owes anyone an explanation when they want it. It's whenever he he wants it, and you know it, it happened to be five days ago. Yeah, he. Uh, needed, let's see how bad the risk. Yeah, he needed to Go take ahead. time to process it, right? Because it's it becomes a self-realization, right? Where like he thought, Absolutely. like he said it, he thought what he was doing was right. He didn't think there was anything wrong with what he was doing. So that clash of personality is 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 hard to is hard to look at. It's hard to recognize. It is. All right. Yeah, before we Let's before we get back team. to the video, I want to say uh thanks, thanks, Maritza, for for the welcome. And I I, I want to ask something because I have an issue with uh Jonathan. So how is it? Is it Maritza or is it Maritza? Is it Flores or is it Flores? Because because That's Jonathan Jonathan's, likes to say Jonathan Perilla. Perilla. All right, he, he forgets he, that he's Venezuelan. Yeah. Es un Venezolano repentido, lo que es ese huevón. But that's all right. That's weird though. I'm gonna let yeah. it go. I'm gonna let it go because he was, next he was episode, our first producer. And next patron. episode will be. Yeah, and she's a co-exec. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to shout out to Maritza being a citizen. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. All right, let, let's let's see what, yeah. what he has to say in the rest of this video. Because I wouldn't have stopped cheating. I wouldn't have stopped using sex. I wouldn't have stopped. So I have a chance here to uh, to really, you know, and I have been doing the work and and being somebody who is a role model for my son. And and I want to do that, and I can't. I can't stress that enough. You know, I can't go back, and I can't. I can't fix that part of me that 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 hole in me that was trying to be filled with that. You know, the loneliness on the road, or the or the fear that I felt, or the insecurity that I you know I would I would try to chase and just conquer with this with sex and and it was uh it was out of control so i have a chance here to apologize to the people who got caught up in that shit and you know the lies that i would tell my fiance, my friends, my 
and uh, I'm sorry. You know, I think that being a comedian, um, what you got? I, I just I needed a break, man. This stuff is hard to. That's heavy. That's heavy. Like heavy. this is, like for, for those of us on the outside, right? Because we're all on the outside, minus who's like family and group of friends. Right. It's uh, it's this is the other side of cancel culture that you don't see. This is the real cancel culture, right? Like I said, like losing a job isn't cancel culture. Allegations being put against you with no proof, no no criminal proceedings, no even no civil lawsuits in any way whatsoever up until this date of this recording on February 25th, 2021 for just rumors to ruin your life, right? Like that's, that's the other thing about like the hotel Cecil, right? Was that like, uh, there was a guy in there that got his life ruined by these webs. Cause I have no idea what you're talking about with hotel Cecil, but hold on a sec. So wait, what do you mean? You almost feel bad for him, Maritza. So almost, but not really. I mean, he's he's still worth you know whatever he's worth, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's still a person. Yeah, but it's like the hotel season. You remember that video that went viral like seven, eight years ago? You know what I mean? Seven that went like viral seven, eight years ago about that girl in the elevator that went like was doing like crazy mannerisms on the elevator and like thought she was yeah, being yeah, yeah. followed by something. So it's a documentary yeah. on Netflix about that. There was like there was a guy because you know she ended up dead. There was a guy that stayed at that at the hotel Cecil like a year earlier, and they the, these Webster said that he stayed there at the same time and just started bashing him and attacking him, ruined his career, like got canceled pre cancel culture, right? Like made it seem like he murdered her and all this stuff because he was like he was a Marilyn Manson, but like a dark Mexican Marilyn Manson, Manson, you know what I mean? He just like he was just like a really weird, yeah, like not like he was dark. But I'm saying like. He was a darker version, but he was also Mexican. Of like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it was you, it, he. He fit into that stereotype of like somebody who might have might have killed her if you're an idiot, and just think that people who fucking wear rock outfits are are murderers. Um, right. and that whole thing. So they ruined his life where he had to go like uh to a health a mental health institution. His career was ruined because he was like a a rock artist. He couldn't get a deal. He couldn't ever make music again. And you've seen him, I was like, dude, the, now there's like, and three weeks later, they found out that she has a psychotic break and and she died doing via accidental death. But there was no, there was no apology, but social media destroyed that guy. Yeah, man. Court of public opinion. And yeah, with social yeah. media and with technology, the way it is like that stuff gets out, whether it's true or not, before the truth gets out. Yeah. The good, or you know, whatever on, it's, it's going to get out first. Before you hear it in the news, you're going to hear it through Twitter, through Instagram, through Reddit, through everything else, and it could be true or not, but it's out there. It's out there, and you can't control it. Yeah, and that's that's where it gets it. It's it's that's the issue I have with cancel culture, right? Um, and I don't I don't know, dude. It's just it's just weird, bro. It's just weird to think of it where like his whole life got ruined off allegations and that was it yeah. like there was no proof he got dropped by everybody and he still has a life or family to support so yeah all right let's finish yeah. it yeah and maritza's right right like the, the the fucked up part is that he was doing i mean he he admitted it he was doing it uh 
not just on his fiance, with other with. with other girls that he was with, with other girls he dated, he yep. cheated on them. Yeah, his fiance, like the risk that he could be putting her in, that's that's inexcusable. So yeah, I, I can understand yeah. why you don't feel yeah, bad. Yeah, that for we're that. not excusing. That that we're yeah. not excusing at all. It's funny the the stuff that you tell yourself to make everything okay, you know, like the cheating and the sex every night or whatever. You know, well, any guy would do this, which is not true, or um, or whatever it is. And um, I, I just. <clears throat> I don't know. It was too much, and um, I made too many excuses, uh, and I I can't do it anymore, and I haven't been. And I've been trying. I've been on this path of recovery now for a bunch of months. Um, I'm doing well, and... You know, it's the hardest. It's the hardest thing ever to have to look at yourself and realize that that's what that's what that's what it, that's what it is, and that's what you've done, and that's who you are. And uh, so that's that. But thanks for listening, and um, I appreciate you all. Thanks. Ooh, all right. That was that was something, bro. <clears throat> yeah, ah. that was that was something. Know. We're not uh we're not ending the podcast like that because that's kind of dark and heavy. But no, uh, no, we're not. No, we definitely can't. But uh, yeah, I, mean, I do have a question since since we have our executive producer slash director slash yeah. uh, what else is she? She's our um, she's a citizen. She's a citizen. <laughs> angel investor. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the um, Patreon. That's right. So we, we had a couple of things that we want to you know talk about in the next show. Any special requests? Yeah. Out there? We're open. Miss yeah, Maritza. Just uh, yeah, message us on Patreon, which we both have yeah. the link account to. And we need to start making more Patreon specific content. We're gonna for sure focus on that. Also with the Amazon affiliate program, everything Jonathan's been going got going on for himself. Has this fucking living room looking like a looking like storage at a Best Buy? Yeah, but, yeah it's looking like keep... I just raided a fucking storage at uh at U-Haul. Like, oh, what's that storage wars? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly like, I right. Want one of those, like, I just want one of those auctions. Yeah, so we're, we're definitely keep growing it, man. And this is, dude. Let's let's take a second and acknowledge how seamless Streamyard has been. Like that stream that that screen share was smooth, no buffering, no issues. Shout out to StreamYard, man. It was well worth the money. Which, by the way, Maritza and Jonathan, you guys provided for us with your your with your patronage. So this is the kind of content uh, you'll be getting in the future. Jonathan will be doing his own live streams on his side for for the channel with his son, um, talking about shit like that, and I'll be talking my shit as I usually do. Which we didn't even get into like Mahogina Corano thing. I feel like you agree with me though that like you're not entitled to a job. You say some wild shit to your boss. You kind of get fired. Like that's just kind of what happens. Right, they have the right to fire you if you're putting the <laughs> yeah. company. At the end of the day, a, a business is in it to make to make money for profits for their yeah. shareholders. If you're a publicly traded company, and if you put their um, their bottom line in jeopardy, they have the right to let you go. That's 
that's a legitimate fireball offense. Yeah. And if you can't find, like Maritza told us last time through through Jonathan, if you can't find our Patreon, you can find it in our, our About Me section. And Jonathan will be working on how to put it anywhere else because it's not just man chatter, pot, the man chatter thing. You got to add like the find me URL. Hey, so no, hold on a second. Jonathan work. won't be working on anything. All right. Jonathan is the, uh, he's the aesthetics here. No, he's a handsome, he pretty face, and he makes the show no, better. No, Jonathan's no. not going to be working on anything. He already did a lot of the work on the back end to get the show up and running. Those, and those, now, uh, also, don't Benjamin's say back end. Doing the rest. Don't say back end <laughs> like that, right? Uh, look, man, you you don't know about technology, so maybe you don't under, you don't understand the term back end. And it, no, I know we what don't it have means. enough time in the but show, I, and I don't have enough time to break it down to you. That would be another hour and a half. So I think. Uh, we're not going to talk but about. But don't say it after you've been drinking whiskey. About like, that? This is inappropriate. That's that's just that's just wrong. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Maritza. <laughs> no, I think she might have met the. I think she might have met the other Jonathan because I. That's I had okay. I'm just gonna. Right I'm, I'm Jonathan too, so I'm just gonna take the compliment because that's You're what gonna it take is. It. All right, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna take it out. from Parilla because he doesn't pronounce his name right. Yes, Parilla, como mierda que tú eres. All right, guys. Right now you're gonna be watching the next graphic. Uh, as we end this uh stream, thank you so much for watching. Till next time, I'm Ben, that little man right there. No, right there is Jonathan. The other way, the other way I know that's also don't say it like that either, though, right?